Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey, friends. Today, I want to take you back, way back. So my kids are 13 and 14 right now, time of this recording. I'm going to take you all the way back to when they were babies. Like Maddie was a newborn. Brayden was just a little guy, just a little toddler. They're about 20 months apart, so you can imagine. And I just want to tell you about that time in my life and paint a picture for you and then tell you what incredible insight came in the form of a wonderful mentor and how it changed everything for me, especially when it comes to my time and how I view it and how I handle it. So that little baby, Maddie, she was nursing and she would, you know, nurse every, I don't know, three hours or something. And that really gave me a very narrow window into what I could do. In addition, of course, to having a toddler as well. So, you know, I would kind of manage my time of, okay, I can run out and hold this appointment, or I could even like run out and go to the gym or whatever it was on my schedule, knowing that I was going to have to be back home. And I understand that there were other choices that I could have made in this respect, but that was one that really was important to me. I wanted to honor it. It was why I chose the occupation that I did. It was why I loved the flexibility. So it was hard to complain, but I did complain because in some respects, I was living the life that I had wanted and that I had built and that I worked for. On the other hand, I was finding myself frustrated, not having enough time not being able to be spontaneous or flexible, feeling like I was tied down, feeling like I was getting behind or going backwards in my career. I mean, I was just falling apart. Okay. I don't know if we have anybody that can either remember all the way back like I am, or maybe you're right there right now. You're just in the thick of it. You know, two kids that I'm changing diapers on. I'm like on this just hamster wheel of mommyhood. And I still wanted to achieve in my life, but I could not see how that could happen. I felt like so many things were holding me back. So many things were standing in my way. So in came um, the like rescue squad. And that was in the form of a woman named Jill Bartolome. So Jill, I'm giving you all the credit in the world. And Jill is a business coach. And I hired her to do a few sessions with me. Again, a shout out to when you need someone who has an objective opinion and great experience and wisdom to give you. So I do just want to pause and say... Congrats to my mastermind group. This program, I pray, is going to be a gift to you, just like you're already a gift to me. And I have had a lot of requests for another class to open up. We'll see. Those of you that know, you are on the wait list for that. And just, I don't know, stay tuned. We'll see how it goes. So anyways, back to the story. Jill had a session with me and I'm probably pouring out my heart and like, this is too hard and I don't think I can do it. And I don't have enough time and I'm exhausted and I should just like call it quits, throw in the towel. 
And Jill said something to me and gave me a tool that I want to share with you today that was a total game changer. Now, before she gave me the tool, she told me this phrase. And I'm going to tell you the phrase now, and then we're going to come back to it at the end. So the phrase was, she said, Callie, the less you tolerate, the more you'll make. And then she flipped it around just in case I wasn't listening. And she said, the more you tolerate, the less you'll make. Now, then, now, and probably always and forever, my income is a significant part of our household budget. It always has been. And from what I can see, it always will be. And that's great. But again, I was struggling. I was struggling with having enough time to reach the goals that I wanted to make the money that we needed so that I could continue the lifestyle that I had dreamt of and that I was wanting to have. So again, I'll repeat this phrase that she shared with me. And then I'm going to tell you exactly what she had me do and exactly what happened so you can do it too. So she said, the less you tolerate, the more you'll make. And then paused. In other words, the more you tolerate, the less you'll make. So I want to ask you today, what are you tolerating? Or if you're like, I don't really understand that word. Like, what does that mean? Okay, what is bugging you? (laughs) And what is bugging you? We're going to call the exterminator on what's bugging you. And by the way, you are the exterminator. You know, it's kind of like when they say the doctor says, and I'm the doctor. Okay, so you are the exterminator here in a concept we like to call the bug me list. So this is going to reclaim your time and your energy just like Jill did for me. So if you are prepared to stick around with me, we're going to explore four actions you're going to take with this pesky list. I know this is a annoying analogy, right? <laughs> the bugs, the pests. Okay. The pests, the pests. Let me say that right. We don't edit this show, by the way. So that's going to still be in there. But you're not going to forget it just like I didn't forget what happened well over a decade ago. So you are welcome. And thank you, Jill. So let's define what the bug me list is. And then we'll jump into how we exterminate it. So it's going to be a compilation of the irritating things that bug you. The crazy part is so many times we don't even notice these things without making the list. Or we're just used to them. So that's why in tolerating these small annoyances, it can actually be a huge hindrance to your productivity and your peace of mind. So it wasn't necessarily that I was doing things wrong, handling things wrong, wasn't capable, couldn't figure it out. What was happening was that I had an infestation of bugs. And let me tell you, I live on Pensacola Beach and we just are going to have some critters here. And I have been on a mission (laughs) whenever they like to camp out here, like it's a seek and destroy. All right. You come into my pantry, you little tiny beetles. Have you ever had the teeny, teeny, tiny black beetles? Okay. Yeah. I was on a a seek and destroy mission and I actually do have an exterminator, but he said those things are like so such problems that I had to really be on it daily. And I did. And that's exactly what I did with my bug bug me list all those years ago. So what are you going to do? How do we start it? It's, of course, pretty simple to start. We're going to make the list. Here's some clarification. 
This is not the same list as the brain drain. Do you remember way back in episode eight, we talked about a brain drain and that's going to help funnel into your weekly plan for the week and then kind of your daily to-do list. Okay, that is not this. This instead are the things that are standing in your way or annoying you or the things you avoid or the things that are irritating you. I want you to go for it. I want you to let it fly. And I'm going to tell you a few things that were on my list in just a minute. So will you agree that the first thing you do is get... I don't have a printable for you on this one yet, but you're going to make this massive list. I want you to imagine that you had those little tiny black beetles in your pantry and you're going to like name every single one of them out on your list. Got it? So first you're going to make the bug me list. The next thing that you're going to do after you make the list is you're going to categorize it. I'm going to give you the four categories and I really want you to do this in order. So I want you to go in the process of first you categorize if something on the list will fall into this solution and so on and so forth. So it's the power of the four D's. So each one of them, I like alliteration. Each one of them is going to start with the letter D. It's going to also help you remember. Like, how could you forget this though, right? Get your whole exterminator suit on, get your spray, get your poison because it's time to kill off these bugs. So as you made your list, the very first thing that you're going to look through, and I would suggest just go ahead and scan through the first time. Then you can go back a second time and really nail them. The first thing you're going to do is you could possibly delegate it. Let's just imagine the magic of delegation because who says you have to do it all? We want strategies for effectively delegating these tasks so that your load is lightened. And here's the good news. Next episode, next week on episode 28, I'm going to spend a whole episode on delegation because I think this one tends to be a tough one for most women. You know, oftentimes we think that I should be doing it all. We feel like we couldn't afford the help. We feel like it is my in my job description. We think somebody else can't do it as well as we can do it. You know the drill. Well, I will share next episode what happened to me each time that I delegated and I delegated wisely. There is a difference. And how it took my business on a whole new trajectory. So for now, we're just going to say, can someone else do it? I don't even care who it is or how that's going to work. That's not the point yet. The point is that you're looking over your list and you're saying, could someone else put this on their list instead of my list? The second thing that you're going to do is you're going to ask yourself, can I delay it? Because sometimes the timing just isn't right. And talking about this, it's an art of delaying tasks strategically. So you're not going to feel overwhelmed. You're like, how do I do that? I have good news for you. Did you listen to episode 22 on procrastination? I talked about there's actually healthy procrastination when you on purpose pause it. Because sometimes it's clogging up your now brain And it just needs to be moved to your later brain or your future brain. And yes, I made that up. I've never heard of a now brain, (laughs) but it was an original thought. So instead of clogging up your now brain, because it really does suck energy out of you, you can move it to your future brain, your future schedule on down the road. The third thing that you're going to look at 
is could I dump it? Or I guess you could say destroy it, but dump it. Letting go is liberating. There is a freedom in dumping tasks or things that no longer serve you or align with your goals. And this could be gradual too. So here are some examples. I've got a couple examples for you on this one. Since the delegation is going to have its own episode and the delay it part, I'm going to send you back to that episode 22. So here is a, an example of a gradual way that you could dump it if this part scares you like, but it's on my list. Okay, let's say that you have a messy desk, right? And that is something that bugs you. Like every time you walk in the room, you're like, oh, I can't find anything. It makes me late. It makes me forget things. It makes me look unprofessional. Everybody else dumps their stuff too. And it's just the catch all. And it's, I just want to shut the door to that room. I just want to, I just want it to go away. All right. So I was given this suggestion that you take everything on your desk, everything, unless it is absolutely mission critical, take it and put it in a box and put it into a closet. So you're just going to take it all. I mean, just take it all with one fell swoop of your arm, stick it in a box, put it in the closet. Now, you're going to wait one month. If you don't go into that box in the closet, isn't this good? Don't you like this so far? You're going to take the box and you're going to put it farther away. So you're going to put it in an attic or a garage or wherever else. So it's farther away. It's less convenient to go get something out of it. Now you wait another month. And if you don't need, or if this scares you, you could wait three months, you could wait six months. You're probably going to wait a year because you're going to actually forget about the box. So basically when you remember about the box and you think, huh, you know what? She was right. I haven't even looked in the box unless it is tax paperwork that you're going to have to save. Guess what you're going to do with that box? Literally throw it away. Yeah, you're going to throw it away. Isn't that an interesting, gradual way of dumping something? Scoop it all up, put it in a box, wait and see if you need anything in the box. And if you don't, you have permission to get rid of it. Now, here's, here's my story. So as I was making the list, I mean, I put down everything that I could think of that was family related, that was business related, that was small, that was big. And, you know, the first few things are always obvious. And then you start to like really kind of take a much deeper look at things. And I realized that I am, I don't know, I'm just, my brain works in a funny way, I guess, but hopefully some of yours does too. I had a rug. This is not what you're going to think it is. I had a rug that was in my office space that I had moved from Memphis, Tennessee, all the way to Pensacola Beach, Florida, when we moved and made our big move down here. So keep in mind, I had on purpose taken that rug, rolled it up, put it in a moving van, took it out of the moving van, unrolled it and put it in another room. The deal is I hated that rug. And I mean, it looked okay, but we had a golden retriever and it was one of those rugs where it was kind of like a braided rug. And I don't know if you've seen a golden retriever lately, but those things shed and basically shed little golden retriever puppies 
like they are one of those dust bowls that like, you know, in the wind and the wild, wild west. Okay. That's the kind of hair that this dog would shed no matter what. And those hairs would get in the rug. And then every time I would vacuum that rug, it would smell like burnt dog hair. Guess what it made me not want to do? Go in that room. Guess why that was not a good idea? Because my work was in that room. Do you realize that that rug on my bug me list was holding me back from so much more subconsciously from time spent in my office, time spent on my business, time that I was going to really hone in and focus and get things done. I was unconsciously avoiding. Do you know what I did after I made that list? I looked at that rug. I said, not going to delegate it. Certainly not going to delay it anymore. I'm going to dump it. Rolled the rug up threw it over the balcony, like down to the driveway so that my husband could take it and throw it away, went directly to Target or wherever, bought a new rug that didn't have the little braided parts to it and put it in my office space. And guess what I wanted to do? I wanted to go back in that room. I mean, is that just not ridiculous? Like, seriously, Callie, you needed a business coach, a professional development coach to tell you to get rid of that rug? I guess I did. I guess I did. What's funny is a couple of days ago, I went back to the chiropractor. I had not been to the chiropractor in a really long time. But after going to our conference, and I guess wearing a lot of high heels that I don't normally wear as much anymore in this virtual world, and not having worked out at all that week at my conference, I just thought I was super strong, like normal. And in my workout doing legs, I hurt my back. So I went back to my chiropractor. And because I hadn't seen him in a while, he said, Hey, anything new going on with you? I said, Oh, yes, I have started a podcast. So I told him about it. And this is what he said. First of all, he said, that is so interesting. He said, I don't often see women around or see them less around the holiday season because they are so busy taking care of everybody else. They're taking care of their kids. They're taking care of their husband. They're making sure everything's perfect. And he said they put off their health for so long that when they have to come see me in January, they are in so much pain. First of all, I found that really sad and also not surprising. So he said, I'm glad that you're talking to them about all these holistic things. This is really important, taking time for their health, et cetera. And then I said, yeah, my next episode is going to be on the bug me list. And I told him about it. And without skipping a beat, he said, oh, yeah. He said, I have a bug me list and I have dumped some things recently. And I looked at him and I said, things or people? And he immediately said, people, two of them. (laughs) Oh, I had to laugh. And I said, was it hard? And he said, no. Now that's a guy for you, right? It's not quite as easy for us women to dump people. And by the way, he was not talking about his wife or um, any of his staff because I recognized all the same staff there. Sometimes it's people that are on our bug me list. Thanks. So think carefully about what that's going to look like for you. All right, are you ready for number four? Number four is 
do it. Yeah. Because some tasks are meant to be tackled head on. And how do you efficiently handle these to-dos? Well, there's a lot of ways. We've already talked about many of them over previous episodes. I just wanted to give you one really quick one. It's from Mel Robbins and it's the five second rule. And it's really simple. Five, four, three, two, one. Have you heard it? Five, four, three, two, one. If you have an instinct to act on a goal, she says you must physically move within five seconds or your brain will kill it. Okay, we're killing the wrong thing. We want to kill the other bugs on the list, not this. She says that hesitation, well, she doesn't say all that. I said that part. And then she says, hesitation is the kiss of death. You might hesitate for just a nanosecond, but that's all it takes. One small hesitation triggers a mental system that's designed to stop you. And it happens in less than, you guessed it, five seconds. So here is the hard part because there's going to be things on the list for you to do. And here is the easy part. If you've taken that list and you've filtered it it already through delegate it, delay it, dump it, the do it list should actually be pretty short. And if it's not, I want you to go back through the list again and again and again and again and again until the do it list is not only short, but it's things that really only you can do only you should do, things that are within your joy zone, things that will give you the most productivity, things that will move the needle forward the most. And guess what? We have solved that initial riddle. You remember the riddle that Jill told me? The less you tolerate, the more you'll make. Well, guess what? You have now discovered the few things that you need to and should do, and can do. And in my mind, the beautiful part is, it's not just about money. Yes, I did make more money and have continued to make more money thanks to that message from Jill all those years ago. But it's not just money. The less you tolerate, the more time you'll make, the more peace you'll have, the more resources you'll gain, the more energy you'll have, the more power, the more influence, the more clarity, the more boundaries. What else would you add to that? The more joy you'd have, the more generosity you'd have, the more giving you'll... The less you tolerate, the more you'll make, have, give. I think that is the key to breaking free from what you tolerate and giving yourself back the power to remember that the choice really is yours. Let's be proactive in problem solving. Let's not say, well, I would, but let's not let these things hold us back because we don't recognize them and we don't do something about them. So remember, you got the four D's, delegate it. We'll talk more about that next episode. Delay it dump it or do it? Which one is it going to be? So make your own bug me list. Free yourself. Squash them. Squash the bugs that need to be squashed. And join me next time as we're going to continue to work on this and we're going to continue to conquer this. And we're going to talk about these challenges that stand in the way of having a more focused and fulfilled life. So delegation is going to be the key. It's a biggie. 
And chances are so much on that list is going to fall into that category. All right. So I just want to say an appreciation to my girl, Jill. She had no idea how she freed me all of those years ago and that I've never forgotten it. And I wanted to share it with you too. All right. So get your exterminator, Sue, on and let's get rid of those things that bug us so that we can have more. God bless you. And I will be with you next time. We're going to talk about delegation. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.